Hello, this is Saeedu Zaman from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 8th of August. Today, Congress MP Gaurav Gogoi opened the No Trust Motion debate in Lok Sabha and said the opposition has been compelled to move no confidence to break Prime Minister Narendra Modi's monavrat or vow of silence on Manipur. The Kalyabur MP said the India Alliance brought the no confidence motion to ensure justice for Manipur. Gogoi also questioned Modi's failure to visit the state three months after the violence began. He also questioned why the Prime Minister waited over 80 days to speak about the situation in the northeastern state. The Congress MP requested that Modi address the violence in Manipur in both the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha. He also urged that the Prime Minister lead an all-party trip to the conflict-torn state and speak with civil society groups there. The court created an all-women committee of three former High Court justices led by Justice Geeta Mittal to monitor victim rehabilitation in the northeastern state on Monday. It also appointed former Maharashtra Director General of Police Dattat Ray Parsal Gikar to monitor the CBI investigation into sexual assault cases. Since May 3rd, at least 187 people have been killed and nearly 60,000 have been forced to evacuate their homes in Manipur. Despite the massive presence of central security forces, the state has recorded incidents of rape and murder and crowds have plundered police armories and set numerous homes on fire. Listeners, sitting on a hillock in Manipur University, an Assam Rifles camp overlooks the Imphal Valley. Its view foregrounded with at least six student hostels. The university roads and hostels below are mostly empty, a sharp contrast from the chaos which engulfed the campus nearly three months ago. On the intervening night of May 3rd and May 4th, smoke billowed from buildings and a thousand-strong mob from nearby areas ran amok in the university as befuddled students dashed outside. Paramilitary personnel from the Assam Rifles scrambled vehicles to rescue them, and gunshots rang out. And by the end of it all, the AR camp, which mostly sees students paying a visit to a Meite temple on the hillock, became home to nearly 500 students and faculty members. Of these, over 200 were women, including those from the Kuki Zor tribe. We rescued Nagas and Kukis and those from other states without looking at their ethnicities, said an officer from the Assam Rifles. You can go to newslaundry.com and read the full report on how the Assam Rifles rescued 200 girl students at Manipur University from a mob of a thousand people titled Mobs in Hostels, Guards Outnumbered. How Assam Rifles rescued 200 girl students at Manipur Varsity by my colleague Shivnarayan Rajpurohit. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Today, Congress leader Adhiranjan Chaudhary met with Speaker Om Birla about BJP MP Nishikant Dubey's statements not being removed from the Lok Sabha record, PTI reported. According to sources, Chaudhary along with Congress MPs Shashi Tharoor, Gaurav Gogoi, Manikam Tagore and K. Suresh met with the Speaker. Dubey highlighted in Lok Sabha on Monday the matter of a New York Times news report claiming that online news portal NewsClick received 38 crore funding and that the money was utilized to create an anti-India environment. Dubey claimed that NewsClick is part of the anti-India Tukre Tukre gang and urged that the government investigate the recipients of the funds. He said NewsClick, China and Congress were linked with an umbilical cord. Later, the Lok Sabha secretariat announced that portions of Mr. Dubey's remarks have been removed from the records. However, late in the evening, some of these deleted sections were uploaded on the Lok Sabha website. According to officials, whatever was posted on the website was final. The Lok Sabha was adjourned over the matter in the morning after opposition MPs strongly objected to a chunk of Monday's debate being re-recorded. Chaudhary raised the matter of re-recording the erased section of Mr. Dubey's statements when the House met. 
Anurag Thakur, Minister of Information and Broadcasting, had also claimed on Monday that China, the NewsClick website and the Congress are linked by an anti-India umbilical cord, citing a New York Times investigation on the funding of the news portal. The Congress-led opposition UDS said in the Kerala Assembly on Tuesday that the LDF government has failed to solve the state's price-rising issue. The United Democratic Front opposition led by Congress marched out of the Legislative Assembly, the Hindu reported. In response to the claim, the ruling left front said that the situation was worse in Congress-ruled states of Haryana, Rajasthan and Karnataka. P.C. Vishnudas, a Congress politician who sought an adjournment motion on the cost of living crisis, said the skyrocketing prices for groceries and other basic necessities provided a glimpse of the severe strain on the poorer families in even putting food on the table. He claimed that the finance department's refusal to fund the 3,600 crores supply co-owed suppliers had stalled institutionalized mechanisms for limiting food costs through strategic market intervention. Minister of Food and Civil Supplies G.R. Anil disputed the opposition's charges and said there was no need to debate the problem presented by adjourning the House. In view of the minister's stance, Speaker A.N. Shamsi rejected permission to adjourn the House. Following the refusal of permission, the opposition staged a walkout in strong protest at the alleged lack of government intervention to address the state's growing commodity prices. According to opposition leader V.D. Satisan, the cold war between the finance and food portfolios held by the CPIM and CPI, respectively, has damaged the state's price control system. The Kerala Assembly today unanimously passed a resolution urging the BJP-led central government not to implement the country's uniform civil code, Indian Express reported. The motion proposed by Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan received support from the Congress-led opposition. Both the CPIM and the Congress have already held a series of seminars in various regions of the state in opposition to the implementation of the UCC. The resolution said that India is a country that guarantees secularism in the Constitution's preamble. As a fundamental right, the Constitution guarantees citizens the freedom to believe in any religion and live accordingly. While the right to follow and practice religious personal norms is guaranteed by the Constitution, any legislation prohibiting that practice would be a denial and violation of the constitutional right to freedom of religion. It was also pointed out that Article 44 of the Constitution only specified that the state shall make every effort to implement a single civil code. It should happen gradually over time through consensus and dialogue with various religious groups. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan stated that the UCC as visualized by the Sangh Parivar was not according to the constitution, rather it was founded upon the Hindu legal text Manusmriti. Vijayan stated that the current BJP government at the centre has merely criminalised divorce rules under Muslim personal law, but has done nothing to safeguard the safety and security of women or to help the underprivileged. Early in February, the Mizoram Assembly unanimously passed an official resolution condemning any attempt to implement the UCC in the country, NDTV reported. Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan on Tuesday appealed his conviction and three-year prison sentence in a graft case, saying the verdict was delivered by a biased judge. He said the verdict breached the principles of due process and fair trial, PTI reported. Khan was detained on Saturday only days after an Islamabad trial court convicted him of corrupt practices in the Tosha Khana corruption case and sentenced him to three years in prison. Khan's lawyer Naeem Haider Panjuta said, the appeal will be heard by the Islamabad High Court on Wednesday, Associated Press reported. On Tuesday, Panjuta informed reporters outside the Islamabad High Court that they are seeking better facilities for Khan through another plea filed in the court. Since Khan's conviction, his Pakistan Tehreek-e-Insaf party and detractors have claimed that PM Shahbaz Sharif's government is politically victimising him. The government has denied the allegations. According to the Tosha Khana case, Khan deliberately concealed details of the gifts he kept from the Tosha Khana, 
a repository where gifts given to the government officials by foreign diplomats are kept. He reportedly concealed this information throughout his tenure as Prime Minister. He also hid the earnings from the reported sales of these objects. Khan is accused of misusing his premiership from 2018 to 2022 by buying and selling goods in state possession worth more than 140 million rupees. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.